Hey y'all. Oh lord, here comes Chantal. What? Nothing. We just know you always with the shit. And is. So what you got for us this time? Oh, you know, just a little hookah, little drink, raw conversation. Well, what else is new? This episode. So let's get to it. Hey y'all, this is Chantal. I don't like that. Hey y'all, I just want to thank you for tuning in to the Glass Mic where it's no script, just transparent talk. I have a very special guest alongside me, the person that punctures my cervix, none other than Cortez the Great. Say hey to the people. What it do? So, before we get started, you know me. I had to have a little something in my system. Shot o'clock. We have some nice little honey liquor. I'm going to take my shot. You're going to take your shot. Cool with me. Okay. Let's get in straight into it. So, as we both know, <laughs> I had this idea that I saw one of my followers do for matchmaking and... I had a couple of followers who wanted to participate and see. Man, what you doing? Man, go ahead. I need you to focus. All right, I'm focused. I need you to focus, baby. You all got a short attention span. But I see that. So, <laughs> so, remember, I was doing the matchmaking, right? And I was just trying to do something cute where I will post someone's picture, post a little number. So, you can be like, okay, I like number one, number mm-hmm. three. And had an Instagram name, so if somebody was filling them, they wouldn't be like, what's well, Chantal, who is that? You could just click yeah, their name. And know. see, you know black people, they're going to do it in a way. I'm right. like, click the name. And it really turned out bigger than what I thought. Because remember, I was like, I think it's just going to be like 10 people, something cute. Like five girls, five guys. But it blew up. And it turned into like 30-something people. And I'm like, sheesh. You were for it. I was not. So I was like, okay. You know, I, I thought this was going to be a one-day thing. One day turned into a three-day. And next thing you know, Matchmaking Wednesdays was born. And I wanted to talk to you because we met in a similar way. You hit me up. You saw me on Snapchat when I was doing my rants. And yep. you slid in my DM on Facebook. And you said I friend-zoned you, which I did not. I just didn't want to come off thirsty. And you then DM'd me. On Instagram, because I was hosting a lingerie party for one of my friends, and I guess you was just like, "Okay, look, you starting to run out." Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me come through this phone. I'm like, "You're not even my man yet, but go off." So I just wanted to, you know, know from a male perspective about profiles because mm-hmm. similar to us, the matchmaking contestants. You're not knowing them like when I originally did it before. I made it a little more in depth. You just yeah. saw their name and their picture. And pretty much with Instagram, all you see is names and pictures. Right. So you have some girls who post nothing but memes on their page. I post on my story, but mm-hmm. they'll post nothing but memes on their page. Or you have some girls, you know, they got a little body, you know, nice titties, little ass. Right. They going to show that. And you like, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. my perspective as a woman, when I see that stuff, like if I see women with nice bodies, I'm not a hater, you know, because I ain't going to lie. If I had that shape. You probably be like, they take that down every damn day. I put some motherfucking clothes on. <laughs> so, but yeah. yeah, so I don't, I don't knock when females do that. But then you also have some females who don't. They keep themselves covered. They may post a lot of uh, 
spiritual or religious posts, whatever they feel is suitable, or they may post a lot of their work, a lot of their children. Mm-hmm. They don't post too much of themselves. They're not really photogenic, or they just don't like taking pictures. So I just want to know from your perspective, how do you know off of a page if there's a person you want to well you're married now but mm-hmm. take the married element out of it just being a man right. like how did how do you know what you want off a profile like if you see a person you're like okay that'll be somebody that's fuckable or somebody that i want to get to know yeah i mean it's like you know as a man we automatically gonna be attracted to what we like like if it's your ass if it's your titties your face or whatever so it's like you know, you looking and you just trying to fill them out, even though, you know, it's coming off as like on some sneaky or, you know, creep type shit. You, everybody, I think everybody do it. Like, let me say this motherfucker look or is they catfishing or whatever. Right. But my thing is like, you know, people post different. Like, you know, most people got friends with their family on Facebook, so they're not going to post everything they post on their Instagram or yes, they're going to Snapchat, you know, and Snapchat be lit. Yeah, because Facebook you. is my, you know, that's my good, good girl, working, fun-loving page. Snapchat, you know, before I wasn't on there so much, that's yeah. where I showed my true side. Right. And Instagram became my biggest platform because... I can see, like, my story is more popular than my page. My page, mm-hmm. you know, I can make a little cute picture, and the picture, depending on what it is, is going to get a couple of likes. But if I make it a video, I can see who saw it more. Right. But my story, oh, it'd be booming. And I could be myself. I can say my little bad words. I can, you know, be mm-hmm. myself on there. So I, I thought that was funny that you said that because, <laughs> like, with Instagram, I just feel like that's more comfortable than Facebook. Like I can, I can show myself. Yeah. Like when I'm at uh, Facebook, I just had a picture, and I'd be like, "I'm having a good day." Right. On Instagram, I could be like, "I'm having a good fucking day." Y'all yeah. bitches could no never. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it just it just goes to show that like, if you really want to get to know that person, you would just you know go out there for what you want. Like you are gonna have to follow them on Snapchat, or you know what I'm saying. But it, you know, to the the female, she'll probably be like, you know, why this motherfucker following me on everything? But they just because we just trying to fill you out and get to see who you really are. Because you can be a totally different person on Snapchat than you are on Instagram. So, yeah, I mean, it just, it go all the way around. But, I mean, some women catfish, you know. Some of them not lighter than what they appear to be in person. You know, all the filters and stuff. I just feel like that, you know, that takes away from everything because you're giving this off like this how you really look but then when i see yeah, you in person too don't hurt nobody uh, you know, no i'm feel- not i'm not just i'm not just bashing the filthy it's just like you know i understand that it creates a like a fantasy or something or whatever i don't even know if it's making sense but you know what i'm saying it's just like don't feel them too much to the point where you can't see not one blemish not one bump not you know what i'm saying just move like come on man yeah just, i mean because y'all just, just think about it. If the tables were turned, then you know we filter. You know, of course, some dudes hat fish. You know, receiving her line. But I don't have to worry about. Look, that. I got this hookah. Yeah, if y'all yeah. hear these bubbles, it's because I'm I'm smoking on the hookah. You just it hit is. a nail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. So look, let me tell you. So this is how I do it. I don't know. I can. I think I can speak for the girl population that we all do this. So let's just say when you hit me up in my DM. They call me Inspector Gadget. When my friends need to know about somebody, somebody mm-hmm. hit them up in their DMs. Nine times out of ten, mm-hmm. they're going to reach out to me for me to see if I can find something on this person. I'm borderline stalkerish. 
So when you hit me up, I went on your page. I went, um, I looked at, I went up and down your pictures. Fortunately, I knew you were cute because I didn't have to go. I feel like if I had to go past three rows on Instagram to find a good picture of you, you ugly. Right. Or you just ain't got no good pictures or Vice something. Vice versa. Vice versa, cool. Yeah. So I did that. Um, I looked in your comments to see if anybody was putting hard eyes on your comments because, you know, women, we, we are very territorial. And we may not be thirsty or say, hey, babe, or something, but we might do some, like, little slick stuff like, oh, okay, I see you wearing a shirt, I got you. Or, mm-hmm. oh, we did have a good time there. Something implicating that we we know you or we fuck with you on a certain level. Then I went to your tag photos to see what you were tagged in because I had a good friend had this guy try to talk to her. His page is clean as a whistle. No comments. No, none of this extra. Went to the tag photos. This motherfucker got a whole wife and some kids. Damn. And a marriage photo just got married. Like, damn. Well, what happened? When you said I do, the pussy started saying I don't. Like, why is you in my inbox? So, I we I did that. And you passed, you know, those requirements. So, I was like, okay, next step. You can get my number. You're cute. Um, but, yeah. I feel like everybody should do that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I felt like with the matchmaking, I didn't want to give too much. Like some people was like, why you want to add the contestants ages or why you want to do this? Well, okay, if I give you everything, you're not going to go out and get it yourself. Because right. I feel like with women and I, I'm going to speak for myself. I feel like if I wasn't married and I was still out there, my biological clock is ticking. I've already exceeded my goal of being married by 25. I'm not 28. I ain't got no ring on my finger. I have a degree. I make this amount of money. I had this going for myself. I need my man to step and be above me. But in reality, it's not like that. Or if it is like that, most of those dudes are what I call ain't shit niggas. And I feel like an ain't shit niggas a person that has everything you want. He has the money. He has um, the titles that you want. He has all this stuff for himself. But he's not a lawyer. He's not giving you that spiritual, physical vibe that you need. True. Or if he is giving it to you, you're not the only person he's giving it to. So I'm I don't say for women to settle, but I feel like we make a lot of barriers for ourselves. For example, it could be a great guy that I posted. He's probably part of an organization. He's nice cut. He's not head fishing, none of that stuff. But then I tell you his age, or I tell you his zodiac sign, or I tell you he has a child, or he was divorced before. Then you be like, oh no, yeah, I need I, I need that first marriage to be him. my first yeah. marriage. I need your first child to be my first child. And I, I would never tell people to sell it. I feel like it's power and praying and manifestation. So if you're saying, I want this type of man, that's fine. Never sell it. But at the same time, know that everybody comes with a con. Right. Like, it's definitely pros, but it's a con as well. True. Um, I Like, do y'all feel that way? Like, well, you, did you feel like when it comes to women, you have a particular one? Like, she has to have titties. She has to be... Uh, not too light, not too dark. She has to have natural hair weed. Like, do you have preferences? I mean, for me, it was like, you know, I knew what I wanted. And so it was like, you know, like that time in my life, I didn't want to have, you know, I mean, it, it, would, it wouldn't it would make a difference. But at that time in my life, it's like I wouldn't want to deal with a woman that had kids because, you know, women are sensitive about their kids and their baby daddies and all this stuff, you know, in the picture. So it's like... You got to be prepared to be ready for that. Like, even though you've been with this woman or, you know what I'm saying, you got a relationship, you got to be pre- prepared for what come with it. So, so if I would have had a baby, you wouldn't have talked to me? I feel like I would have. That looks at your line. <laughs> no, lying. I'm not lying. Why are you I feel lying? like I would have talked to you, but I just feel like I wouldn't take it serious. Because I don't care what nobody say. It's like, 
I mean, I care, but then it's like, I feel like your baby dad's gonna always be in the picture, or you know, it's well, if diff- I would have had a decent I mean, baby daddy. Between, I feel like it's different between, well, this is my ex husband, this is my baby dad. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I feel like that's a difference. How? Because when you say your baby daddy, it means to me it's like, you know, ain't shit. Somebody that's going, you know what I'm saying? They'll try to control you with the kid. Like, I ain't coming to pick him up or, you know, letting the child You must have been that type of baby daddy. Cause I no, don't... I'm just saying, like, I might get a lot of backlash from that because, you know. No, I mean, no. I feel like, again, with this this podcast, you're speaking your mind because mm-hmm. I'm going to be real with you. Some of us put up a front on social media about what we will deal with and what we don't deal with, what we like and what we don't like. But in the background, the things you think that a person don't like a fuck with, that's it. Like, I mean, but then you got to go by the memes they post and y'all don't need a, be y'all don't need a Girls be popping up. And, it be times, yeah. But you say niggas ain't not, shit, but you, you get dicked down two hours later. I did not see not one post that said, I want to wish all the fathers that playing both sides, you know, that's doing both part. Having, come on. But then when fathers that come, I want to wish all the mothers that doing, you know, both parts. Well, hold on. Both. I got some. Where my violin that I can play for No, you? I'm just being real. <laughs> okay. I mean, I just call it how I see it. Just you'll be fine. Well, just thank, thank goodness. No, thank God, I don't have to go through this. Yes, I'll say thank goodness you do not have to go through this situation. But I think if the shoe was on my foot, and like I said, I'm 28 now, and Mm -hmm. I'm not married, and I don't have no kids, I'm not settling. I said what I said, what I want. I know the type of relationship I want. I know the type of man I want. And you follow, you follow under those guidelines. You're a great guy. You got a good job. You trying to do something for yourself. You're not around here in the streets. You mm-hmm. know, sex is awesome. <laughs> but but you know you have a flaw. You have this two year old, and you were married before. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh me, like one of my rules was like I don't want you to have kids. But let's just say if I come around to you and I see that. Y'all have a great co-parenting relationship. This two-year-old, me, and this two-year-old have a vibe like no other. It's not what I thought it would have been dating someone with a child. Because I've seen my friends go through bullshit. But just because they went through it doesn't mean that's my narrative. Right. But that's why I said four years yeah, ago. Th- but as you get older, things change. You know, you're going to have to, you know, you're not going to find women that's just single with no kids. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like life goes on and people just... No, they do what they got to do. I feel like to each his own, like what works for us, because, you know, we both had our stories. I feel like I'm a great woman. You're a great man. And on social media, people are always commending our marriage because people can tell when you got a good marriage or when you got some shit, like when you trying to put on like you just got the A1 marriage, but Mm -hmm. your shit ain't shit. Like, I think people know, like, we're human. Of course, we have our days when we argue. We have our days when we, you know, are cool. And we're able to bounce back from that. But another woman may not be able to handle the cunts that you have. Or another man may not be able to handle the cunts. Because there's some stuff that I do that people be like, to help that bitch. That Mm -hmm. you be like, okay, I see that she's in this zone right now. I know what I need to do to do that. And that's why you're my great parent. But it might be a day where you may be in your Leo mode. Yes, he's a Leo, y'all, and I'm a Scorpio. Shout out to the Leo. Ugh, I don't like y'all right now, but um, you know, you have your stubborn moments, and I have patience. When you stubborn, I know you either need some food, you need a break, or you need some pussy, or you need all three at the same time. I don't know how I can do all three, but I make it happen. Somebody else may be like, "Well, you know, fuck you, whoop the woo, and go back and forth." When all you really just needed was one of those three things or something else. True. 
So, yeah, again, I just, with the matchmaking, I hope that people take from that. If whether it's a relationship or a friendship or maybe even a business network, you might see somebody as a match and they may not be all that to you, but your sister might be with that person. Like, that's right. the whole point of the matchmaking. I don't want people thinking, oh, I'm looking for a match just for me to find my husband or my wife. Like, your match could be whatever you allow it to be. And it doesn't ma- matter about what other people think because at the end of the day, we're not fucking you. We're not paying your bills. We're not texting you. Right. So, I want. The meat and potatoes is podcast of us talking about what people aren't posting because I feel like this was more important. Like the memes, like when I post my memes, sometimes you know, some people say, Oh, that mean I just posted it because you know it's general, it ain't related yeah. to me. Like, and, and that's one thing I gotta say every post that she posts is not about me, people. So I don't think I they think it's about no, you. No, I'm just saying because you know, people like to speculate stuff, and, and I've learned that I think it's not about me <laughs> since t- they know. Since 2019, that's when I started doing the main things. I've had people write me and be like, I really feel like you was talking about me. Or was you trying to say something? And it don't, don't even be even about know, them. Right. You let's know just say if I had a, a, let's just say if I had, let's just say we're friends. And you did some shady shit behind my back. I didn't know nothing about it. But coincidentally, my main thing for the next day is about friendships. Like friends that follow you, watching yeah. your story, they really don't fuck with you. Or don't be around people that bring you down. You feel guilty. So maybe right. you need it's to question guilt. yourself. But right. that's why I, I've elaborated. Well, I don't really give a fuck no more what you feel. Well, not you, but I don't give a fuck <laughs> what people think now. So I don't elaborate as much. But that's why at the time I was elaborating mean thing. Today's mean thing. I and mean, people could tell without me even saying it. Like you see, okay, well this mean thing about the coronavirus, this mean thing is about money, this mean right. thing is about fucking, this mean thing is about matchmaking. This mean thing, you know, and I'm a sinner and I and I'm a Christian too. But it's like some days I post about God. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I had it right. A lot of the influential people they represented. And they had issues, which is perfect. Right. But I just feel like people should get people to know more than social media. Because I ain't going to lie. Like, when I was single, I used to always consume myself. Like, in, like when my post, like, I would make the post about, you know, find a good man. And I'm a woman. And all these hoes got they this, this, that. And meanwhile, I'm home cooking and cleaning. And ain't got right. nobody. Like, that's not how that stuff work. At all. And you taught me that. And I leave forever for that. I so, how do you... You got to tell me, because you know, I, I need a lot of assurance mm-hmm. every five... Did I ask you to agree with me? I need uh-huh. assurance every five seconds. So, I just want to know from y'all, again, stepping outside of the husband box, what was your view from when I first like told y'all I was going to start doing matchmaking up to this point? What I was thinking is like, I ought to make the label like, you know, a married person doing... You know, um, matchmaking, I was like, they don't sound right. Usually it's some single shit, but it's like, you know, we got to just stop automatically assuming the worst that could happen. And you know what I'm saying? So You never like, thought I was going to uh, talk to one of them. No, I didn't say you was going to talk. I'm not worried about that. I was saying oh, okay. it's like, you know, I was kind of like one of those people like, well, what they going to say? She married. She's trying to do matchmaking. But I'm not like, trying to be with them. I know that. But I'm talking about people that's married. Because, you know, we have Every a one-of-a-kind marriage. You know what I'm saying? So it's like nobody else's sheep. wife is not going to start doing matchmaking. They're like, what the fuck? You know what's going on? But 
It don't bother me. I mean, because... That's how they matter. Always, I don't care about yeah, what they think. It don't bother me because you've always been the type of person where everybody can come to you about something. You know what I'm saying? So, it doesn't bother me at all. I mean, because I've been doing it technically. Like, when we go out to the clubs, my friends, and I will post them. I mean, it's been a little empty now because of the coronavirus. But even back at home in Mississippi, you know, I have beautiful friends. Oh, yeah. And I have beautiful friends here in Texas. Really, everywhere I go, I make a friend. And it's always either one of your friends or my cousins or somebody. somebody hey, who, wanna, who yeah. is that? What's she? Who, I'm like, look, talk to her yourself. Cause this is real life true story. <laughs> so I just feel like the matchmaking is one up on me doing it. Because right. I mean, I've been doing it anyway. And I feel like whether you're married or not, people going to always ask you about your friends, family. It's true. If you have, you know, line sisters, line brothers, stuff like that. They're going to always be like, well, who is that? And I'm not going to mention no names, but even in our wedding party, it was, you know, people on both sides asking, who is that? Who is this? You know what I'm walk saying? Walk over so, there and ask. It was hot yeah. that day. They brought two hot to walk over and ask yeah, so. But, you know, our bartender was passing out liquid, liquid, liquid courage. Yeah. Sometimes I get a little tongue twisted. Yeah, y'all got to bear with me. But, yeah, I really, um, I really enjoyed this conversation with you. I feel like the best matchmaking that was done was us. It was. Like, I'm glad that you weren't hesitant to come talk to me, even when you said that our friends owned you, which I did. You did friends on me. No, because I'm going to set the record straight again. I was going through a tough time because, again, I was telling you I was single and I felt like I was doing everything right. I had a good job. I had my own place. I had my own car. Everything Boosie was talking about. White toes. All that. I was fine as fuck going to the gym. Oh, my shit. I'm like, what? Niggas need to be trying to get, you know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like that. I didn't friends on you. I just didn't want to come off thirsty. You sent me a nice pair. I don't want to come off thirsty. I'm no, probably, you didn't. Listen, listen, we was friends on Instagram. I added you on Facebook. You didn't do it all at one time. No, you did it all at one time. What about, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> no, you gradually did. I don't know how long you was. How long? Tell the people how long you was plotting on me. Cause I, I was plotting on her for about. I say it was for some months. But I always knew it like, for some years. But we didn't never... We like, had that one told. interaction. What year was that? It was... I think, it was under somebody's picture, was it? Yeah, I'm not saying names on here. Oh, okay. Well, not yet. Well, was it the person? Yeah. Yeah, that person, yeah. So, yeah, we was like... Because she was like, who... No. Somebody was like, who's the best braider? And I was representing her. And, and I was, was representing your sister, somebody. Or something. Yeah. So, whoever. And your name was Cortez the Great. And I was like, I'm Chantal the Great. And I still have my receipts, thanks to uh, Facebook. And I, and I went and thought back, where did my name come from? It came from um, me. Ice Cube. No, it came it from me. It was Ice Cube. Okay. Well, this is going to be a forever argument. Anyways, the name came from me. And I just, when you wrote me, I, I went and looked at your page, like I said. And you, I think your first three pictures was something of other people. Like, it was a bunch of people. I was fat as fuck then, too. I like, I'm a chubby chaser. Well, I'm not chubby no more. I like both. But, um, yeah, so I looked at, like, your third or fourth picture. You was finally by yourself. And I was like, oh, he's cute. But I don't want to overthink it. I think maybe I was just so depressed making so many. Because I'm a bubbly person on on social media. So, when I was making, like, sad, cryptic stuff, it's like, dang, let me make sure she's straight. So, that's what I was taking from it. I wasn't taking... Oh, why is he trying to talk to me? I was taking, okay, I'm in a damn point in my life. I'm trying to practice celibacy. And I'm not going to assume the first man in my inbox saying something nice to me wants to be my boyfriend or talk to me. 
So yeah. let me think of something to conjure up to say I appreciate you, but not being thirsty. So that's why I say thanks, love. Because I said thank you. Or really? it wasn't no like it wasn't I'm a gonna like button at the end of the I'm day. Like, thanks, love. Day. Like what? You know what I'm saying? Like damn. But yeah. But I yeah. I understand what you're saying though. I didn't want to come off thirsty. I waited for you. I ain't yeah, had no bagels, no plan B's. I ain't had no texting going on. I ain't had no buddies, none of that. Yeah, and now yeah. I'm really proud to say that. Like, I'm really proud to say that. No. Mm-mm. No. I, uh, j- listen, no, I know no, what you're going to say. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Yo, when we got together, my, it was people coming out the woodworks. You know, I can't say everything I want to say, but... You can say it, but you can't say names. Okay, confessing they love and... You know, all this other stuff. You know, I don't got That no, was on that narcissistic no, stuff. No, I don't got no problems with nobody. I mean, just... I just feel like everybody had their chance and, you know, this But, you know, you. stuff look good when it's somebody else's. Because let's just say me and you rock. I mean, knock on wood, Lord forbid it. But let's just say... You know, we were just talking about Adele. Adele lost all that. And I told you, she, I said she was beautiful regardless of her, you know, losing the weight. Mm-hmm. And when she lost the weight, it was like a whole different person. And I'm just going to be real. I don't care what nobody say. I feel like if you are um, overweight or underweight or something and it gets heated, what is your friendship, family, relationships? Because I've seen it happen. People will call you out on your flaws because they're hurt. Right. So I feel like, you know, when she lost her stuff and she got this new rapper boyfriend now, she lost her weight. She has more of an um to herself. She went through a shit in her life. Well, yeah, I'm saying like if if one of us went through that, if you went through that, like you wasn't really just doing it for me and our marriage and we got divorced and now you on your stuff, got your own company, Mm -hmm. you flying new girls out doing all this, I'm going to feel away and I'm going to be like, you know, professing my love. It takes for stuff to happen to realize your worth. Like, so Adele had to go what she went through to realize, you know, her worth. So sometimes you got to go through that. And everybody yeah. can't go on your journey. You know what I'm saying? It's a shedding phase. Life is about shedding. When That's, we do different things, we let different people go. We gain different people. So, Yeah. And that's like a whole, whole different topic to talk about. Yeah. You know, about this. That's a whole book, a whole chapter, a whole novel. But, yes, I, I really hope that for the matchmaking, that people will just give it a chance. They don't let age define like, oh, well, he's younger than me by right. two months and three seconds and five minutes. Or, oh, he was born in, in Decatur. I want somebody in Buckhead. And, right. You know, those little tidbits. Now, those things, you know, you can work with. And then you get somebody your age, but they got half of what you got or a credit score 360. And you know what I'm saying? They ain't got no savings. Mm-hmm. Ain't got, but, you know, people Won't have no me either. <laughs> Shatai has left the check. <laughs> but seriously, you know, and another thing I feel like I love is genuine because when we first met back in 2016, you know, we didn't have what we have now. You didn't have your business. I wasn't doing this podcast. I was working in a call center and stressed and I was just coming out of my mental breakdown and stuff. And I didn't have the confidence that I have now. Right. And it's certain things that I do different and that you do different. But we work with each other. Like, I always said I was gone. And I should have played this game with you at the beginning. But we married, so I have to play with somebody single. So let's just say, for example, 
I'm gonna do you. I'm gonna I'm gonna describe a girl because you're a man. Mm. Okay, it's a girl. She's my color. She's 29. No kids. She makes. We're gonna say some cute. Like she makes like sixty to seventy thousand annually. She has a cute little dog. She stays in a good neighborhood. She cooks. She cleans. She works out about a couple times. She's not big. She's not small. She's a nice little size. Something that you know. When she get on top of you, when she rides, she don't she don't break your bones. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has schizophrenia. Like she has those days where one day she just go live. Like she don't cuss at you or hit you or lash out at you, but her behavior is off, and she kind of acts a little jaded, short worded with you. Yeah, you know, you might be like, oh shit, that she that's it. If she got everything else, that's cool. Somebody else may be like, fuck, no. no. I ain't got time to deal with no crazy bitches. Right. Get that crazy ass girl away from me. You know, that's just to each his own. And that's why I wouldn't. I feel like when, you know, somebody in your past or your exes, they see you doing good. Somebody else, they feel like they deserved it or they invested in you. Mm-hmm. They've been asking you to be this type of person. Why you ain't been it? Because the girl before, you know, before she was available for you, the 6,000 girl, she probably was unemployed when they was together. Right. They probably were like, babe, when you going to get a job? When you going to get a job? When you going to do this? Or why you not around for me? Why you not doing it? Or why we don't ever go nowhere? But now, she got her airline points trying to take you on the first trip out. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I feel like what works for one person doesn't. And even with the matchmaking... You know, it's people that have hit me up and was like, oh, well, this person is in a relationship or this person was married before or this person, this and that. And I'm like, well, I ask these people and I should screenshot all our DMs in case somebody want to flip the script. Uh-huh. But I ask them, you know, are you single? Are they come to me? If they come to me, they definitely got to be single. Yeah. They come to me, ain't nothing I can That's do That's not your, you know. It's not, I told them I'm not betting nobody. With them, you know I'm not betting nobody. And I feel like you shouldn't judge anybody unless you're trying to talk to them yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, why worry about this contestant if you're not even trying to be with them? They're trying to get on to their right path. Yeah, they might have been this person in the past, but they're a changed person. Sometimes it takes somebody new that don't know you to get to know you. Now, you have some people that's real jerks and narcissists that everybody that have a reading label about them. Like, the nutrition facts on the food yeah. that they have on there uh toxic. A hundred percent. Don't give a Do fuck. not. 80%. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> Surgeon General warning. Run away. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's the whole point that I like about the matchmaking Wednesdays. Just seeing, you know, I, I told you I'm nose I'm a lurker. I go back and I see, okay, if I'm following the contestant, contestant follow me, I can see if one of my followers went to them. Like, okay, I see these folks that went to go follow this girl, this dude. But yeah. y'all ain't saying nothing to them. So it's like I tried to emphasize, okay, if a person follows you, they might be interested. I mean, why would they not follow you? They probably right. just scared to say something. They won't come off thirsty. But I feel like if it's obvious it's a matchmaking Wednesday, you're not coming off thirsty because this person provided themselves to be a contestant. True. If they didn't want you to talk to them, they wouldn't be in it. So I really hope within these next few Wednesdays, as we progress with the matchmaking, that people, you know, will have those perspectives like us. I will hope so. Is there anything that you want to tell the people that's looking for love? Man, just give it a try. Like, but you got to be willing to accept it. Like, if you don't want to do it, you just want to fuck around, then this ain't, you know what I'm saying? Well, who knows? No, they like, can fuck around. Probably, you know, this ain't, this ain't for marriage. They might just want to fuck around. Like, 
you know, do what you got to do. I Just mean, be honest. You don't owe us no explanation of why you did it or why you broke their heart or why y'all ain't work out. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not responsible. It's on y'all. Yeah, I, I, I told you it could be whatever they want. If you're trying to find a companion, a friendship, a buddy, situationship, whatever you want. That's why when the contestants, I made it geared towards what they're looking for, not what the people are looking for. Yeah. I just, I, I tell them, what's your three characteristics? If somebody's just looking for a good time, I'm looking for a great time, great conversation, see where it goes. Yeah, that's, that's right. It. That's it right there. Now, we we will assume some shit, because, I mean, if you're trying to do relationship stuff, like you say, good time, see where it goes. This thing, you know, you here during a weekday, you got your Nikes over there, your Xbox right here, you got your, your Jordans up in there. Yeah. You know, I'm starting to think it is something going on, because I'm cooking for you every night and night, like I'm giving you girlfriend, wife privileges. And now you telling me That's we true. just seen where it goes. Okay, That's a whole other topic. See your ass at the door. That's a whole other topic. I ain't got no EBT. That's another topic. Yep. Don't be trying to be part of my show. I'm not. When I be back? When you'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that was my cue. So, guys, I just want to thank y'all for tuning into the glass mic where it's no script, just transparent talk. I want to thank my sponsor, She Orgasms, for supporting my vision. And I also want to thank you, our listeners, for supporting the brand. I do this for my family. I do this for my friends. But most importantly, I do this for the people. I'm Chantal. And as always, I love y'all. We out. <laughs> I love my life.